Travel, travel, instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you. Travel, travel, instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you. Welcome to the podcast that takes you with us without kidnapping you. Travel Instigator. We bring our travel stories and some funny behind the scenes happenings to life in this fresh new take on telling travel tales. Travel Instigator. Are you ready to take off? Let's go. As seen in Swanky Retreats and Caribbean Living Magazines. Hello, everybody. Hello again. I'm Peta. And I'm David. And we are your hosts for the Travel Instigator podcast, as per usual. So last episode, we told you this was going to be a three-parter for Casa de Campo, and it's part two's turn, right? Yes, we're into part two. I love it. So we where we let's pick up where we left off. We left you after the horrific motorcycle accident on I-95. In South Florida. South Florida. Not which great. I miraculously survived. I'm so thankful. I'm Me so too. glad. Thank goodness for the gear. Thank goodness for the gear. And also my obsession with punctuality. Yes. <laughs> my, that's it. I own magazines. I have to be deadline. You're very punctual. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get on to the good juice. Yeah, so we made stuff. the decision. Uh, Healthy enough to, to go, thank goodness. Which was amazing, because it happened on the Friday, and we left on the yeah, Bright Sunday. and early Sunday morning. I mean, bright and early, like At 6 a.m. It was, yeah, it was no joke. But it was worth it, right? We it were, was. again, we were heading down to meet our friends, the Gaynor family. Yep. And um, we weren't going to miss it, David. Not at all. So, hopped on American Airlines, our favorite. As usual. As usual. And what did you have planned? I, I, they had a separate itinerary for you than they did for me. Yeah, I had a bit of an itinerary uh, arranged. Um, definitely uh, shooting was one of the things that I was really looking forward to at their uh, state-of-the-art uh, clay, sport clay facility. Yeah. that's That was amazing, and that was potentially... On the line, after yeah. your ribs and your shoulder. and Yeah, I thought that might not happen because of the shoulder injury and the ribs. Um, and we thought, you know, we'd give it a try. Yeah, yeah. So that was on, on the itinerary. There was also uh, um, some horseback riding at yes. the equestrian center there. It's an amazing equestrian center. Yeah. yeah Casa de Campo has amazing facilities all the way around. This is their 50th year. They're celebrating that anniversary, which is a milestone, half a century, half a century of being a luxury resort and villa. Yeah, and so well known in the community in uh, La Romana area. Everybody knows. Globally, too. I mean, well, yes. Teeth of the Dog, we know. It's the number one golf course in the Caribbean and what, number seven in the world, yeah. I believe. It's yeah. So amazing. So I was excited for you to get involved, but... We, I think they eased us into it first, right, with the beach club. Yeah, first day was great. So we, we landed there, and the driver picked us up um, mm-hmm. at the airport. Nice mm-hmm. little airport. That's, yeah, we went, we flew into Santo Domingo. You yes. can fly into Punta Cana. Either it's equidistant, about 55 minutes from yeah. either airport. But having our first 
our first sighting, our first experience be that we get our golf cart. Yeah. Yeah? That we was get, cool. Get ourselves right into the cart, right into the mood, and hustle ourselves over to Manita's Beach Club. Yeah. That's that's the way to enter. What a great spot to start things off. Really? Right on the beach. Right there. Beautiful facility. Cabana. We we stayed on in the dining area specifically, right, right on the sand, like overlooking it. But they did you see those cabanas that called to us like day one hour one gorgeous (laughs) i love it the pool so you got the pool you've got the beach you've got chairs on the sand gorgeous wood decking yeah it's a full service facility there um great outlook you had sailboats off the the shore i think there was a party boat out there oh yeah in the bay yeah had to be right (laughs) one of those catamaran trips the dominican republic you can't go without a party babe you got to make it happen. But great vibe there. Food was great. So Service good. was good. The drinks, we had a couple of cocktails to start things off. Yum. Very good cocktails. Very good. The, the, the beach club vibe was authentic, right? It, it's because Casa de Campo has residents. Very affluent was resident. Was sure it residence? Yeah, billionaires. You can tell millions. that when you drive your little golf cart around. Yeah. Some of those uh, places or the villas are incredible we'll get into our villa staying in in episode three but yeah and even forget about the villas some of the owners have these golf carts that are tricked out oh yeah they look like four by fours yeah raised up oh yeah i love it i I really love the energy down at casa de campo because it's like you you are a resident everyone's treated like family and i guess that's that's what it felt that way to have 50 years under your belt, I think it's going to take that. Must be doing something, right? Absolutely. I don't want to keep talking all about food, but that night, do you remember? Yeah, we went to SBG Restaurant. Uh, now, that's right down in the marina. Inside uh, a lighthouse. Inside a, yeah, inside a lighthouse. So we went down, guys, to visit um, our friends who have uh, flown in, who had flown in from LA, the Gaynor family, Glenn Gaynor. He's the head of physical production for Amazon Studios. Talk about heavy hitter, heavy hitter. Sweetest guy, sweetest wife and daughters. So, I mean, everybody was so in awe of them. They They were so welcoming and friendly. Yeah, they were chill. They were just enjoying their time. Yeah. They, I mean, from the Casa de Campos side, yeah. people were welcoming and friendly to all of us. Very and nice. the gainers, they loved it. I think I think they're planning their next trip back already. <laughs> Before we left, they were like, okay, when are we coming back? But that steak dinner, well, that SVG dinner, I don't want to say steak exclusively, but that probably was a good first taste for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely started off with a bang. Great, again, Some a great sushi. atmosphere in there. We were out on the water. It's right on the water's edge. Just peaceful. Night one. Yeah. Can I think of a better night one anywhere? Yeah, but even getting there, like that little walk through the marina, cobbled stones. Meanders. there's around. lots of other little restaurants kind of in that area. Oh, yeah. Really warm and welcoming. Yeah, and see, I know that's a theme, right, of, of our <laughs> just stay feels, there. Yeah, it's all warm it and welcoming. so comfortable. The air was warm. It was a December balmy. That stroll we had over there. (gasps) Romantic. really set the tone for for the evening. And all those yachts, not too shabby. Not too shabby (laughs) at all. Again, a lot of affluent residents. Yeah, definitely. And you want to enjoy every minute of it because the level of service, 
is tailored as though everyone were an affluent resident. That's right. The love is real. First class. I love it. And I know that Glenn and his family loved it too. Now, day two, what did you What did you do? Well, what about the drive back? Let's talk about the oh, drive back. I was trying to gloss over that. Oh my gosh, the, the golf cart. The golf the cart, right. Back. You go for it. I think you drove. Back yes, that I night did drive I back. Because I was still feeling a little bit of pain. Under from, weather, yeah. Uh, from the injuries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that drive back in the dark was was a little tricky trying to navigate. Thank goodness for the, we the had signage. The, PDF also of the map. We had area. a PDF. We had a couple of small detours. Detours, <laughs> but we got back on track. But okay. you know, what was beautiful was the vill- the villas were all decked out with uh, oh, yeah, Christmas it was holiday lights. time. It was Christmas time. But now, as I kept saying on that ride, babe, I did this by myself at midnight one night, and I got lost. And all my mind kept doing was going to horror movies. <laughs> and, oh and I'm never going to get out of it. Because you can turn down literally a lane or a drive or an avenue that is someone's home street, right? Like you're in the suburbs. And you can have a dead end there. You can have a dead yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And there's many ways to get back to our room from Absolutely. there. And, you know, luckily we got back. After a couple of bottles of wine, though, it's not as easy, not as easy. returning as it was heading home. And I must say, I was not a big fan of the speed bumps. Oh, no. <laughs> they keep the streets dimly lit simply because they, the residents are there. Yeah, you you don't know, there are no bunch of light pollution. Not at all. And you want to look up and see the stars. Such a beautiful sky, night sky down there. It was gorgeous. I love it. So we made it back. We certainly did. That's the bottom line, peeps. We made it back. Made it back. <laughs> In one piece. And just, I don't think it was super late our first night, maybe 1130. No. Yeah. Because yeah. you had a big day tomorrow. The next, Well, tomorrow, the next day. The next day. What yeah. was on tap for you? So for me, it was the shooting center. So, you know, I headed out there uh, to to the shooting center and met with the director of shooting, uh, Jake Pike. Oh yeah, I and heard that about was, Jake. That was an experience. You know, he's uh, an Englishman um, with a rich uh, history of shooting, competitive shooting, and he was actually a gamekeeper too. In oh England really? On, on a big property in England. So not only was he a shooter and, and hosted shooting events, uh, he was a gamekeeper as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, just a, you know. What so a, you had really interesting conversations. Uh, what a great conversation, you know. Um, yeah, again. I can imagine someone like that being an amazing conversationalist. Yeah. So they took me out to the shooting center. They recently um, constructed a what's called a five stand. I didn't understand that. What me is a five neither. stand? What is? So I guess in sport clay shooting, there's couple of different types of sport clay shooting and one of them is five stand and you basically there are five um, places where you stand and okay. you shoot various clays coming from different directions and orientations and of course Casa de Campo would have that because they that, have it. that sounds like state-of-the-art top-notch yeah. like state-of-the-art super exposed like, unbelievable you've got to have the best experience yeah. ever when you're at Casa so so Jake, uh, Jake took me under his wing and he taught me all about, you know, first of all, shooting safety, which was, yep. you know, paramount there. The first oh, thing yeah. he talked about was, you know, how to handle the, the shotgun safely and follow all the protocols. 
Um, and then we got right down to it. Uh, I only stood in one of the five stands. I didn't do the five different ones. But oh. I did get to shoot uh, from all the different um, orientations. So Clays would come from my left, my right, from above me, from Whoa. in front of me. Didn't and, you have something like a bunny? You said something like a bunny one, hopping? The, I had one that kind of aimed the clay low, and it kind of kind of bounced along the ground That's in front fun. of me. From my left to my right, and obviously you have to kind of lead out in front of it and, and predict the bounds. That's fun. Let's see, I did shooting at Casa de Campo, but I did it probably four years ago, and it I, they didn't have the five stand. Like you said, it's new. Yeah. It was amazing. It was fun. All the safety, all the tricks. They got to shoot the clays as they, you know, you say pull, and yeah. then you shoot, but... I'd like to do the five stand. This is a reason for people to keep going back. I think you'd love the five stand. It's always evolving. I think I would. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Let's Very schedule exciting. our next visit ASAP. But after, well, I, I was worried because I went to Lantica, Pinewood. These are the, the studios that are in the Dominican Republic, the gorgeous studios for for filming. That's right? right. Yeah, you were there with uh, with uh, the gainers. With yeah, Glenn. with Glenn, yeah. And what, as, like, you know when you see these water scenes, right? Like you see a boat out at sea or something, and you're like, wait, is that person actually swimming in the ocean? How much insurance did they take out for XYZ actor or actress to be out there right, bobbing in the ocean? Yeah, well, a lot of that is air quotes, fake, right? Because it is Hollywood. It is the movies. And Pinewood in the Dominican Republic, their studios offer state-of-the-art facilities, right? So they've got the three sound stages and a horizon water tank for filming. Babe, we walked out on this thing. So if you ever see a boat, like one of my favorite movies is Dead Calm. I love Dead Calm. Right? With Nicole Kidman. Exactly. I used to call it Dead Clam just for fun. But um, (laughs) Dead Calm, so you're out, you're bobbing in this world. That is not necessarily shot out at sea, just like Titanic. They didn't really go and shoot in the middle of the Atlantic and try to resync it. So the way that this, this water tank is built... It is like uh, the largest infinity pool that you've ever seen, wow. so it abuts the Very water. Cool. And there's a road beneath. I don't want to give away all the secrets, but if you're in the pool and all of a sudden, you know, you see a girl flashing around, splashing around, and in the distance you see a boat just going by and, like, it can't see her, they can do that. It's and one I'm, of those. Uh, yeah, it's there. I'm not going to give away the trade secret because when they said it to me, I was like, what? On a truck going where? Oh, no. Guys, it's awesome. So Glenn and I enjoyed it, and the film commissioner met us there. The, the studios are amazing, and we got to actually meet the director of a movie that is, as of yet, unnamed. The title is not official, I should say. And got to see they were doing like a, a submarine movie, not in the water tank. They had built the submarine in the studio. In the studio, on the set. They've got so much a room and the capabilities, their production services, spectacular, spectacular. So we're going to get a lot more filming down there, I am sure. And Casa de Campo is the place to stay when you're shooting. Yeah, most definitely. 100%. Well, not just shooting films, but also shooting plays. That's it. What else did you do, babe? I know that the shooting was fun, and I know I was a little bit nervous about your shoulder and your ribs, but... I was uh, supposed to go to do some equestrian um, oh, yeah. the, the horseback riding, but 
just because of the the ribs and and so forth. Uh, that would have been we, a little more risky. Yeah, I think we decided to bypass that. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have done that too. But we, we talked did about take... horseback riding on our trip to uh, Wyoming. But, oh, that was uh, fun. You know, I was hoping to get back in the saddle, literally, because <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that part so much. But unfortunately, I have to maybe do that next time we go absolutely we did take the golf cart over there we did like a little drive we by we wanted to see the 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 center the equestrian center but it, and it's really well appointed very cool and we saw some families out horseback riding down you know beautiful um avenues i guess tree-lined avenues that so just a beautiful. great place to ride oh yeah and they have I, a polo center there too oh yeah I rode across the polo fields, like I said, several years ago. And it's just a very low-key, beautiful way to horseback ride. Just tree line, like you said, and you go through the canopies of the trees. Yeah, you can just see the shadows. You're uh, not you just know. in the in the villas, you know. You're not right. They, they no. take you back into the yeah. back country with the red clay. It's it's awesome. Yeah, very that's, cool. That's nice. And then we met back and had lunch at La Caña, La Caña, right? yeah. That was another nice lunch. I love that. That's right off of the main lobby. Yeah, right by the main kind of pools, by the, yeah. the welcome center. Who was the soccer player that you showed me his ankle? You said, look, Messi's in the Caribbean. I think he's yeah, saying Dominic. Messi was there. Yeah. Um, Who does he play for? before we were there. Yeah. Well, he used to play for um, Barcelona. And Barca. now he plays for Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah, he moved to, to Paris. But this is how recognizable. You said, look, he's in the Dominican Republic. I wonder where he is. He was standing on the first step of a swimming pool, and I saw the towel. I said, that's Casa that's de Campo. Casa. I know you saw that right away. <laughs> I, yeah. This is how much their details stand out yeah. to guests, right? I hadn't seen that pool in several years, but yeah, I knew exactly where he was. So when we went down, we were talking to, to Jason, who is head of marketing yes down their sales and marketing vp and he said yeah he was here Peter. that's that's exactly where he was i and i loved it but that there there's so many rich details that could be only casa de campos yeah for sure that stand it's hard out. to talk about them all it's really it really is hard to talk about and then how about altos de chavon that night huh yeah i mean that place blew me away again uh over in the golf cart, which was you know, <laughs> another adventure. Another adventure. Because this, how far is Altos de Chavon from the, you got to understand that Casa yeah, de Campo it's, it's several is. several miles away. Exactly. And we, but all within the confines the and security yeah. of the, again, millionaires and billionaires would not live there if it weren't. But you don't see guns. You don't see the guards. Oh, gosh, it no. is just safe and buttoned down. Yeah. I like that. You're very safe. And there were, you know, were the odd security golf cart, you know, driving around. Oh, yeah. Keeping, you know, Which I don't mind things. seeing. No, not at all. That's a good one. Very helpful. We ended up, we were supposed to go to Alapita. Yes. And we wound up? At Chilango. We, we decided to go Mexican instead. Yeah, and, uh, and we went out with the Gainers again. Yeah, again, we met with the Gainers. We had such a nice time the night before. And they had a car because they were staying in a villa on that side of the property, uh, yes. closer to Altos de Chabon. So they took their car up. We drove. I mean, it's seven thousand acres, Casa de Campo. It it's is. Big. It's big and beautiful, and we enjoyed that lengthy ride we there. Did. And then a couple of margaritas later, 
their mm-hmm. villa was a lot closer. <laughs> yes. So parted ways, bye. And the cobblestone streets, though, of Altos de Chabon, uh, speaking of a couple of margaritas. Yeah, no, what a beautiful spot. We, we ended up going back to see it during the day. We the, did. The next day, because, you know, we only got a glimpse of it at night. But even at night, it's just so romantic. Super and, romantic, with the church anchoring yeah, it. The little sun. narrow alleyways, kind of meandering all the way through. You feel like you're in a medieval village. Yeah, I think it's based on, like, a 16th century village design. Up, overlooking the River Chabon, yeah, the Chabon River. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's got a theater there where they do a lot of performances. Yeah. It reminds me of the Theater of Dionysus in Greece. Yeah. It's just built on that it's same... It's a Roman-style amphitheater. Architect. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I adore it. So we're, we talked a lot about food. You did. We talked a lot about our golf carts. I'm so glad that you made it. I'm so glad that your injuries didn't preclude you from enjoying oh, the best too. of Casa de Campo. But I think we'll we'll come back next week, and what we're going to do is talk about the actual villa experience. Yeah, the villa experience. And the stay. That, that's part of three, because that deserves its own robust episode. In I my think opinion. so, too. Yeah. yeah. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Yeah. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on our latest adventure. PETA is PETA Phipps, publisher, producer, all-around entrepreneur, and the travel instigator. David is David Blair, an engineer, travel cohort, blossoming photographer, and thinks he is a badass motorcycle rider. And he is very Scottish.